0: Talk, talk to me, WSRadio.com. Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marcia Collier.
1: Well, hello. Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio. I am Mark Cohen. She is Marcia Collier. we got all kinds of fun tips and tricks and reviews and all kinds of things to stack. So welcome and thank you for joining us. How are you, Marcia?
0: Fine, Mark. How are you doing?
1: All right. I'm not loving my new iPhone. Having issues, issue after issue on it. Talk, just, talk. Just, we're, just, we're all
0: friends here.
1: I mean, <laughs> I, uh, and uh, I'll, I'll give you my, my key-
0: issues on the Google tablet real quick.
1: All right. I mean, sometimes my keyboard doesn't show up when I'm texting. Uh, just now the sound didn't come up. I had to reboot the sound. Right. I can't get Siri to work with the screen shut off. Uh, and i 've been on tech support for two days they can 't figure out why I'm not really loving the new iphone fifteen
0: well i've got i 've got some new news for you uh, later on in the <laughs> okay. in the show about the iphone but uh yeah i've been hearing a lot of that, and i got to tell you i 'm wanting to love the Google tablet and as a tablet it 's great, but I hate the on I'm one of those people who like to turn off a screen when I put down a tablet. Okay, that's I just don't. Is it it an
1: always on screen? Yeah. Yeah, the same. So you have to tap
0: the just like an iPad. Yeah.
1: Well, the iPad doesn't do that, but the iPhone does have the always on. You can turn it off. I don't know. My
0: husband's is always sitting on the on the sofa with the screen on, so I don't know.
1: Yeah. No. no, you can turn it off. Yeah. The iPhone, the iPad goes dark. The iPhone doesn't, but you can turn it you can turn the instant on well or anyway, always on feature.
0: there's a button on the pixel tablet that I'm just really not happy with, powering you know, making the screen go up and down i'm hopefully I'll get used to it by next week. I'll give you a report okay but but good news, yeah How much YouTube are you watching
1: uh you know, I don't watch a lot of YouTube. I, you know, periodically, if I Google something, it'll come up with a YouTube video, and I'll watch that. Uh, I don't watch it a lot, but they have come out with some a bunch of new features, which are nice for those of you who use YouTube a lot. Uh, I they use have they YouTube
0: call, about at least once a week. So
1: yeah, I mean, yeah, I probably do the same once or twice a week. And they have something called stable volume now. Uh, they automatically, Google automatically sets stable volume, which helps to reduce um, volume differences. Uh, you can, again, you can switch this off if you want to. You can actually now play a video in full screen or portrait mu- mode at double the speed. I, you know, I've never been one to go through doubling and tripling and slowing and whatever. I just watch it, whatever the speed is. But you can do that now if you're someone that likes to adjust the, the speed you're watching.
0: Yeah, what I've done in the past is just put my finger on the little dot on the line and just move it over. <laughs> right.
1: Uh, yeah, I think the same thing we do. Um, you can get larger preview images. So you can find part of the video. You know, the videos can be very small when you're previewing. So there's they're a lot uh, bigger than they used to be. Um, if you accidentally, and I've done this from time to time, you accidentally tap your finger on the video, uh, and it disturbs whatever you're watching. It pauses it. It sometimes takes it off the screen. Uh, you can use a screen lock on phones and also on tablets. So you can lock your screen if you want to do that. Um, they're also merging what they call their library media library tab, uh, into a section called you. So in the you section, you can find you, your stuff. So you know, if you're always looking for something specifically, it'll allow you to get to just the things that you want to use for yourself. Um, they also now have the ability. All oh, this has been around for a long time. Recognizing the songs playing around you, uh, which is you know, can we all remember Shazam? Which is you played a song and it told you what the song was and what the name of the song was. So you know, that's kind of a nice feature uh, that you get on there. Well, that's so, you know, interesting. There's some there's some cause, extra features for you
0: because that's part of Pixel, the right. new. Pixel, the new, I don't know, Android 4. I don't know which Android it is, but it's kind of cool. Your phone can be just sitting on the table, and, like, a TV show comes on with music. Right. And it tells you what the name of the song is. I think it's pretty funny.
1: I mean, that's okay. You know, there's oftentimes, you know, you'll hear a song, you go, what is that? Who sang that? Whatever. So, but that's, I mean, Shazam has been 20 years old.
0: Yeah, but I just say that to my phone. I don't really... uh, (laughs)
1: Well you, you asked what song that is?
0: Yeah, I, I don't want it doing it all on its own. No, I agree.
1: Yeah, you don't need to because you don't need any. Sometimes you actually know the song. So uh, so anyway, lots of new features if you if you were a YouTube user, and I find YouTube very good. You know, I think it's a, a very useful thing, you know, especially if you're looking for videos of something specific. You know, I broke my finger How do I set it? You know, and then you go look at a video and it tells you what to do. So there's a lot of that going around. So YouTube's a very useful.
0: Mark, if you go to chat GTP. Right. Why don't you try that and ask your question when you have a question over there and see if you get a better answer than a bunch of random links. Yeah, that could be. Uh, It's a lot of people are substituting now AI for search, which is why Google is putting BARD their AI into search, but asking directly, you can even ask directly into Bard. You just have to go in and find the web page or whatever and uh, give it a try because I think it hones in more on your question mm-hmm. than seeing a bunch of links and ads and stuff.
1: Interesting. Yeah. I haven't used it, but I, I just, uh, as I was just arbitrarily saying, how do I set my finger if I broke it? I kind of typed the same thing into it. And it came up with something completely unrelated, Add fingerprints. Uh, <laughs> so, I don't know. Very interesting.
0: Yeah, uh, to try right, so give think... AI a try.
1: Oh, yeah, I've used it a number of times. I don't use it very often, but but I like it. I think it's an interesting feature to add when you're doing things. Like if you're ripping off, say, Marsha's books, you know, you just type, <laughs> you know, eBay for dummies, and it writes the whole book for you. Uh, so, there you uh, go. Yeah. I
0: only wish it did. What did yeah, I say? exactly. But AI Uh, is really taking over search. And if anybody out there is really interested in getting to the, and it's an interesting experiment to compare regular search to going into an AI platform and doing it. Yeah.
1: Now, here's an idea that I'm not sure I think is a really good idea. Amazon, which is now in the pharmacy business, you can buy your prescriptions through Amazon. Um, They're going to test delivery of drugs Via drone in a Texas town.
0: Okay, let me tell you one thing where I think this is valuable. Okay. If you're living out in the middle of nowhere. Right. That's one.
1: That's one, you're right.
0: And the other one is when you urgently need medication. Right. I mean, remember the Iditarod race in Alaska came about mm-hmm. because they needed serum to prevent a pandemic in Alaska. Right. So, you know, when medicine is needed urgently, if a drone can get it there faster, especially when you're out in the middle
1: of nowhere. Well, I think you're right in, in, in a less populated area. But, you know, the, the my evil mind is that people who try to steal your drugs see a drone flying around, shoot it down and take the drugs. So... I can see that happening.
0: You've got real problems.
1: I'm telling you, I just, maybe I watch too much TV. I don't know. But, you know, I can see certainly, you know, they steal your, your stuff off your front porch. So who says you can't see a drone flying by and, you know, take a shotgun, shoot it down and steal the drugs. And maybe that wouldn't happen. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Listen, it's crazy world. Anything can happen. Uh, But, but I think, you know, generally you're right. Those are really good, places to uh, have it work out for you. If you are in a rural, you know, rural area and you do need drugs and you can't, you know, drive, you know, an hour and a half to get to your medication, it's a great idea. Actually,
0: Well, they're starting this in College Station, Texas, which isn't exactly out in the remote darkness of nowhere. And they're offering free delivery of prescription medication in 60 minutes or less. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, you have to have a Amazon has to have a pharmacy that runs within Amazon's Prime Air facility in the region. Mm -hmm. So uh, Amazon's saying they stock common uh, medications for common ailments. Yeah, 500 different ones
1: that they stock. Yeah,
0: but for common ailments. I'm thinking prescriptions you need right away are not for common ailments. Right. You know, it's for something really, really desperate. But, yeah, it combines uh, Amazon Pharmacy with the Prime Air Package Delivery Service.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. Who
0: knew? They've been running that in College Station since December 2022.
1: Oh, that's interesting. I mean, it's interesting. They fly at about 131 to 394 feet. So that's high enough in the air. But as it comes down, it drops to about 13 feet. So, and then I, you know, and then I guess it just drops your package onto your porch. Uh, I don't know. I mean, have you ever had an Uber delivery and they deliver to the wrong house? No. Oh, I've had that. <laughs> my, my neighbor orders a lot of food. And I came out the next morning one day and there's a, there's a delivery from McDonald's, I think it was, like four packages. And I went, what is this? And then I walked across the street because they often uh, get our addresses screwed up. And he said, yeah, we ordered it last night. It never showed up, (laughs) you know. So they do make mistakes. I don't know if it happens with drones, but it certainly happens with humans. Well, you know, uh,
0: Amazon is using the Prime Air package delivery, not with prescription medications yet, in a city called Lockford, California. And I looked up Lockford, California, it's pretty rural and mm-hmm. there's only 3500 people. I mean it is out in Yay Lockford, we love you. <laughs> but yeah. but you know it is very rural out there. So to be eligible for drone delivery, yeah, you, know, you have to complete an air onboarding process that includes a yard survey. That ensures they can receive, you can receive the package via drone. So, I mean, right. that then receive a delivery marker from Amazon that they will tell you where to place it at a designation lo, designated location. Mm-hmm. So, I think you're, this may be a whole lot more ar- accurate versus what you said than them dropping it off at the wrong door.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, my let's X hope so. marks the spot, dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hopefully that'll work and, and it, it will be beneficial to people who can't do that. So, you know, can't go get easily go pick up their drug pickup. Pick up. So, uh, yay. Um, I, all right. So, yeah. you have a hack for getting cheap flights.
0: Okay. This isn't my hack, first of all.
1: <laughs> well, you, you're reporting it's, on it, a hack. It's
0: viral on TikTok. Yeah. Okay. And there are some people. <laughs> who just love to travel and they don't care where they're going
2: mm-hmm.
0: I mean I, okay, I mean i yay, I think this is great, and you know travel influencers are some of those people too,, mm-hmm. so I use Google Flights a lot to check um and to track the price of flights, but generally, if I'm going somewhere, I know where I want to go and when I want to go mm. Mm-hmm. But if you're one of those people who don't know where you want to go in the world right. or exactly what date you want to go in the world, mm-hmm. you go to Google Flights. And, of course, when you get there, you type the destination you're leaving from. Mm-hmm. And then where it asks when, where you want to fly to, just type anywhere. And then you leave the departure and return date dates blank and hit explore. And on TikTok, this user showed her screen It came up with a bunch of destinations with the cheapest airfares, which is not bad because if you're wide open about when you travel, you click on it. I mean, ridiculous prices like she was in London. So, a round trip to Barcelona for $31. Wow. Uh, $65 from London to Budapest. And these are round trips. Uh, Even a long-haul flight to the U.S. to New York for $408. Mm. From London. From London, yeah. Yeah. So, basically, if your life is wide open and you want to go anywhere (laughs) – I think this is something you should I'm gonna try it. I was saving it to have a little fun when I when I need some amusement. Yeah. Uh someone commented on TikTok that said I flew to London from London to Cologne for ten dollars. Wow. The best time to look for cheap flights is Tuesday or Wednesday around midnight. Hmm. And they said also use incognito mode. Meh. Well, That's because- been dis- well, because you have if you've been searching for flights in the past, uh all of that is in your cookies. And Google knows who you are.
1: <laughs> oh, so they don't obviously want you to do this because right. it's a cheat code. So it's
0: a cheat code. Yeah. Yay, Mark. Yes. Yay. <laughs> hey,
1: we invented cheat codes, woman, back in the well. gaming days.
0: Heck, I just bought the book and would look it up. Remember there were some people oh, who would sure. just
1: there were a lot of books you could buy, go, on, you know. Yeah. Oh, what they used to call them and they probably still do, they were called walkthroughs. And you just walked through the game and they told you every step of the way. Now it kind of kills the fun of you know, <laughs> and the joy of doing it, but yeah, a lot of cheat codes are on. Yep, um, yep. So, but anyway, okay.
0: this sounds like a great way to get cheap flights. Mm-hmm. And also if you spot a rainbow color price guarantee badge on certain flights, it means that Google is confident that the fare will not drop. That's an important thing to remember for anyone who uses Google Flights. Hmm.
1: Okay. Well, that's uh, that's good to know it. You know, this not knowing where you want to go reminds me of the old days of, you know, you put a map on the wall, you throw a dart and wherever it lands, that's where you visit. That's just what it's all about. (laughs) Yep, exactly. Because you don't really care where you're going. I have some friends that do that. They just travel everywhere.
0: I couldn't you know, do it. I I'm too OCD. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> well, you have to set your stuff way ahead and plan yeah, it. Yeah, it has
0: to be all planned. As a matter of, well, I don't pack way ahead, but usually a month before I go somewhere, everything's all scheduled, bought, and paid for, and I mm-hmm. never have to worry about it.
1: Yeah. Um, okay, so here's a useful feature that you found that I think is a very useful feature because sometimes you send a text, either you send it to the wrong person, thinking you were sending it to someone else, oops, or you wrote something you didn't mean to write. So what what can you do about that?
0: Well, this is all, only, well, on the iPhone right now. Yep. Um, you can schedule messages on Android. But I just want to tell, first of all, iOS 16 brought this feature in. Mm-hmm. The ability to unsend and edit text messages. Right. Now, this is great and like you said has all kinds of advantages but what and you have 15 minutes to edit what your message says and 2 minutes to unsend it right okay and this article in cnet says essentially deleting the text well i got news for all of you iphone users mhm i've been when i get a text and it says edited edited message mhm if I tap on edited, I can see your old message. Oh, great. If I'm within.
1: <laughs> great. But
0: so, you know, maybe they ought to work on that. I mean, I couldn't believe it because you have 15 minutes to edit. And yeah, usually right. when you te- someone texts you, right, you'll look at it before 15 minutes.
1: Oh, yeah. I get a text. I immediately look at it.
0: Okay. If you see. This text has been edited, kind of grayed out under the mm-hmm. text. Mm-hmm. Tap on it real quick.
1: <laughs> oh, how funny. That's funny. <laughs> I haven't done that. I'm usually, other than autocorrect, which happens all the time, or, you know, uh, uh, grammatically I did something incorrectly. I just, nah. I I retype it, you know, there instead of there, you know, well, I, then once, I'll retype there. Once
0: somebody... Sent me, oh my god, like family secrets that I know were Uh-oh. meant for somebody else, and I, and I texted back, I think you meant this for someone else.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the dreaded reply all, when you uh, only meant to say, I hate blah blah blah. Well, then you no, that's
0: to, that's almost impossible to do. I know on Gmail, it's almost impossible to do. You really have to work to reply all.
1: Yeah, that's really. Interesting. But
0: anyway, um just so you folks know you better move fast because if you have someone at the other end who reads your text, they can find out what you said in the beginning <laughs> and especially if it was something embarrassing you don't want to don't want to be stuck with that
1: no you you would not think that's something you would uh, absolutely you know absolutely want to do so now our uh-
0: next story i have to tell you makes my heart feel so good because you know we would always talk about tax preparation software And as a person who went through a couple of difficult years, and I filed my own taxes, Mm -hmm. and I used online, I used TurboTax. And it would never fail, but somewhere in the middle. If you're going to do that, you need to pay this much.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: If you're going to do this, you're going to need to pay more. Oh, do you want us to file your state too? That'll be this much more, and that was all on the free portal, right? So, for many reasons, I have learned to have real resentment towards Intuit. Uh, You can you can add along QuickBooks and all kinds of other things with that, but boy, the government, the IRS took a giant sword and cut them at the knees. Did you read this? So, so thirteen states that are starting out in initial trial for the 2024 filing season. I love this. Four of which are also going to integrate state taxes
2: mm-hmm.
0: are going to be able to file online and you just do it free.
2: Yeah, I think this great. is
0: great. So for all of you states with income tax, Arizona, California, Massachusetts, and New York, you can file. You know, you just have a W two. Maybe you gave a large donation to a charity. Um, you have a simple tax return. You don't have trusts and all kinds of right. stuff going on. Um, you can do this free online with the yeah, IRS great feature. directly. And these are people who already know your social security number. You're not handing it no, over right. to to another company like Intuit. Yeah. States without income tax, Alaska, Florida, New Hampshire, Nevada, South Dakota, Texas, Tennessee, Washington, and Wyoming. Um, It doesn't guarantee that they're going to be doing this nationwide. This is a test. See how it's going to work. I think it's great. The direct file scheme will solve a problem.
1: Yeah, that's great. We've had a very weird tax year if you're cal we have a lot of California listeners cuz the show originated in California. And uh, this year because of the floods we had back last year, they postponed taxes from April 15th to October 15th. Then like 4 hours before the deadline, they extended it to November 15th.
0: Yeah, my yeah, I It's California, (laughs) they're always delaying it. I figure when they get it, they get it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, you know, there's a lot of taxes that we pay in California. For those of you lucky people who don't live in California that like filling the car with gas, the average gas in California is about two bucks more per gallon than pretty much any place else in the universe.
0: Well, you know, the thing is, and just anyone out there who's listening, if you know how much tax you owe or can approximate it, You can pay that all by itself and file your report later.
1: (laughs) Right. All they care about is the money. You have so course. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, I think this is great. I'm very happy. And of course, the CEO of Intuit is like mentally exploding over the whole (laughs) thing. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, dude, it's dude, just dude. like it's like oh this is redundant and oh, wait a minute excuse me it was the company's communications VP emailed The Verge with an aggressive statement calling mm-hmm. the IRS's pilot redundant and half baked yeah exactly. it's going to end up costing billions of dollars in taxpayer yeah. money oh, You're wow. right. Uh-huh. yeah right yeah so it's going to cost so into it billions I'm of reading dollars. her
1: next story right and yeah. I, this can't be true Marcia. There's no way that the car companies are hacking your vehicle and taking your information. They would never do that.
0: You know, we we talked, kind of talked about it, but I've read about this, and it was written by uh, the founder of Kaspersky Security. And I said, well, this is all well and good, but please, somebody tell me what is there anything I can do about right. data collection and telematics? Telematics hmm. is what. The car generates and sends home. Well, son of a gun, there was something at the end, and they are valuable resources because this is important. This is privacy. So, okay, no simple solutions. So here are, let me see, seven from Kaspersky. The first one is walk or ride a bicycle. That's, that's a good one. Um, two, buy an old car model. Almost all cars manufactured before 2012 have very limited data collection and transmission capabilities.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yay, I like that because uh, there yeah, were some they're cool old cars, cars and they
1: didn't have the technology.
0: Yeah, buy a car with a minimal set of smart sensors and or no communication module. Some manufacturers offer basic configurations with limited capabilities, but it requires mm-hmm. knowing how to use them. If you don't have a dedicated communication module, GSM 3G, 4G in the car is a reliable sign of limited capabilities. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this is kind of just like smart TVs. More and more cars come with smart features just like the smart TVs. So they make money selling data. That's why some TVs have gotten so cheap.
1: Yeah, but here's the good news. Out of 25 cars that were reviewed, only 25 <laughs> collected personal information.
0: <laughs> okay, well, let me give you the, the this other stuff short. This is important, and I like this. Do not in car install the CARS mobile app on your phone. Because once you do that, they have access to all the deeply personal information you have on your phone, in addition to how much money you spend. Right. If you have banking apps. Yeah. So I know starting your car from your smartphone and warming it up before you get in is very convenient, but is it worth giving up your financial and personal information?
1: Yeah. I mean, this it's is another one.
0: Don't activate Apple's CarPlay or Android Auto pairing functions. When these functions are activated, the smartphone OS manufacturer gets again. Retrieves all the information, not only from the car, but your
1: phone. Yeah, it's terrible. I mean, I've made the decision to just simply send all my personal data to everybody in the world. You know, I send it to banks, I, okay. people I don't do business with. I mean, they're going to okay. get it anyway. Why? Can't why wait make them work hard.
0: You're going to get hacked.
1: Yeah, and it's kind of funny another tip
0: is don't connect your ca- your phone over Bluetooth or Wi-Fi.
1: Which Again,
0: does. you may lose some functionality if you connect it to your car, right? Right. Over Bluetooth or Wi-Fi, yeah. same thing. Um, don't compromise anything. Don't connect your phone to the car at all. And this is something I honestly believe in. You can easily use a phone mount in your car, right? And run your phone as regular, and you get Google. Maps or Apple Maps mm-hmm. that tell you where to turn and tell you how to get places. Just keep your phone away from your car, like it was poison.
1: Yeah, that's re- that's really interesting and good information. Um, so, okay, whatever. Um, so there, the um, who was the CNET did a survey. Yeah, real
0: quick. This is yeah, kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, CNET did an, a, a survey. Uh, who had the fastest internet services in the U.S. right now. And Cox, who I don't even know anybody that has Cox. I don't I don't know if it's in California or do you know anybody that uses actually Cox? I have
0: no idea. And it wasn't a survey. They used the UCLA speed test. Well,
1: right, yes, the test, right. Okay. And uh, so they did the first six months of 2023. Um, Cox was number one at 260 megabits uh, median download speed. Then it was Spectrum at 246. Big difference. Xfinity. Infinity? Xfinity. Infinity. AT&T, Frontier, Optum, Verizon, which is disappointing to me because I used to – Verizon being the worst one on the list. Uh, At and,
0: 185. Now, that's a big difference from yeah, 246, 260. To 60. That's yeah, you a bet. big difference.
1: So if you're using them, you know, you want to check your, your providers. And see what you know what they charge and and what they get, and so on and so forth. So, and you uh, know,
0: if you go into the place, ask to use the speed test on the you know on your phone. have them right. give you access.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, it is now the time of the show. We search the planets, the universe, and where are we searching? Woot today for the buy of the week. Oops,
2: the um, buy
1: of the week. Thank you, Marsha. This is on Woot, which we all know is – Woot has always been one of Marshall's of my favorite companies uh, because they always have funky things on there and sale prices. Woot is now owned, of course, by Amazon, as is 89% of the planet owned by Amazon now. Uh, But they have the LG – I have an LG soundbar. Uh, that I bought for my new TV, uh, you know, their high-end sound bar, which was very expensive, but I wanted to have great sound and I was only going to buy it once every you know, eight or nine years. So LG, I can tell you, is a great sound bar. It is the OLED EVO C-series TV uh, comes with what they call IMAX enhanced and Dolby Atmos. Uh, retails for around a thousand dollars. It's on sale today for four ninety nine ninety nine. Well, not so just exact-
0: today. It's on Woot probably till they run out of it. I, it says yeah, eleven says October days
1: 31st. left. But you're right. Sometimes they run out of things. But yeah. according to Wood, it'll be available to October 31st. And uh, it's a very nice soundbar, if that's what you're looking for. And it comes with what they call triple-up fi- uh, firing speakers. First Dolby Amo soundbar with triple-up, f- whatever that means, firing uh, channels. Uh, and it's a very nice thing. And it was reviewed on, let's see, I think they said Amazon uh, had reviews. Not a lot of reviews. 41 reviews, but it got four out of five stars.
0: Well, it's expensive.
1: It is expensive. Well, soundbars <laughs> no. are expensive. I mean, you know, if you want to get a good one, they are expensive. And f- my ears sup-
0: don't deserve. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, five hundred bucks
1: sounds like a lot, but for soundbars, they go up into the thousands uh, of dollars or the more. The Vizio
0: that I have just breaks it out just fine. I'm happy. I'm happy. No, I didn't, happy. Happy. I, oh, no,
1: I No, I didn't have a Vizio for soundbar, but uh, in any case, so it's the new LG, and this is new. This is a brand new one. LG Soundbar C SC Nine. Uh, it is available on Woot uh, allegedly through October 31st, and the markdown price from 1000 to four ninety nine ninety nine. So that is our buy of the week.
0: I want to mention one thing really quickly, because we're coming to the end of the show. Yeah. Uh, billboard.com. Go there to take a look at the 500 best pop songs. Okay. It's a fascinating list. They have uh, the ch- their charts since 1958. Mm-hmm. It's their sixty fifth anniversary on august on August fourth, so it happened but they they have a click through on the website where you can do one to a hundred a hundred to three hundred whatever
2: mm-hmm.
0: just click the one to one hundred and you'll get an amazing list and a click through to youtube music video so you could just sit there and waste time all day nice and it's going to be.
1: Fabulous. Right. There you go. So all right. So then. let's uh, move to the entertainment. Well, it's all entertaining on this show, but the entertainment movies and television for the okay, week.
0: Okay, so you've got the top ten movies streaming chart through October eighteenth, uh, thanks to realgood dot com.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I've watched a lot of these movies. Uh Totally Killer, kind of a, a, a fun slasher-ish kind of, you know, serial killer. Comedy, <laughs> and it was pretty entertaining. I have to say, Julie Bowen from Modern Family is one of the stars of that. Uh, Reptile, which is a cop movie, pretty good. Enjoyed it. I just finished The Burial. The Burial is a story about a real life story about a black lawyer who is one of the most uh, successful lawyers in the universe. It's worth a according to the article, billions. Uh, Better than the
0: Lincoln lawyer.
1: Uh, yeah. More, more than the Lincoln <laughs> lawyer, uh, Tommy Lee Jones. And, uh, oh gosh, uh, who is he just had a stroke? Oh, they claimed he had a stroke. Uh, great. The one that did Ray Charles and I just suddenly black, on, uh, black, he's black, uh, suddenly blank on his name. Uh, Fox, Jamie Fox, And it's, it's a really entertaining movie about how he takes somebody to court because of a guy that tries to buy his funeral homes, which is why it's called The Burial. So I enjoyed it, recommended. It was an extremely good movie. Uh, no One Will Save You. We talked about that before. It's an uh, uh, extraterrestrial-type movie with very, virtually no talking. Just, you know, all movement and action. Fair Play, which I have been told was good. Friday the 13th, I'm assuming this is the original Friday the 13th, which is 100 years old. The Haunted Mansion, which I did not enjoy and turned off after about 30 minutes. Where Evil Lurks, don't know what that is, haven't watched it. Renfield, uh, which is Nicolas Cage's Dracula, turned that off after about 20 minutes. And the last one is Scream, you know, which was the original Scream, I guess, in, the, in that series. So that's a good series if you like, uh, you know, slasher-type movies. What do you got in TV?
0: And if, if anyone out there wants to know why you haven't heard from me is I don't watch playing horror movies i just don't it it just it's not something i do i don't need nightmares but anyway i might see uh the number one top 10 streaming uh shows uh fall of the house of usher which is a brilliant brilliant story by edgar Allan poe that's on netflix yep very good on apple tv plus number two lessons in chemistry if you are a real nerd, you will love it.
1: You know, you don't even, yeah, you're watching it. I just, my wife and I literally just watched the third episode today. And very well done. Brie Larson's the star really, of that. Really,
0: really well done. Yeah. Gen 5 or Gen V is number yep. three. Uh, Loki, yep. still hanging in there. I still don't know what it is. Frasier. Very And funny. That's a reboot of the old Frasier show. I didn't think, I don't. I don't know if I think You're he's that of, funny oh, anymore.
1: We thought it was hysterical. All three episodes we've watched. I don't like some of the characters. I could do without him, but thought it was that, very funny.
0: Yeah, but that's the point. You yeah. know, if it's a fan club for the car- the guy who plays Frasier, yeah. I get it. But uh, it's going to have to do more to get me involved. Yeah. Goosebumps, no, like kids show, mm-hmm. uh, sounds good. The Continental on yeah. Peacock and Max. Right. Rick and Morty is now yeah, That's on. really
1: old. Unless this is a new Rick and Morty that's been around forever. No,
0: that, a lot of these old things are you know, coming back. Coming back,
1: yeah.
0: Um. Then there's the new version of American Horror Story.
1: I'm watching that and it's pretty good. That's
0: a series. Pretty good. And then good old Yellowstone is picking up the rear.
1: I wish it would come back with a new episode. Still waiting on those.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's amazing. Uh, some of these shows keep living on and on. A good story you can't get rid of.
1: Yep. Uh, well, hey, that's it for us, everybody. Thank you, as always, for joining us. We'll have another uh, excellent show for you next week. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you next weekend.
0: And sorry we didn't go in with the uh, top tech buys, but we'll do that for you next week. Have a great week. Enjoy your family. And, hey, Halloween's coming. Bwa, ha. ha, ha, ha. Hmm. See you next week. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier, produced by Brain Food Radio.